1: Detailed.
2: Thanks for listening to the Falcons game. Make sure you follow in the huddle podcast, hosted by Brian Baldinger, Jason Lockham, Four, and myself, Carl Dukes. Follow in the huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.
3: They'll hand to Patterson, Cordero, banging to the goal line,
2: crosses, touchdown Atlanta!
4: It's time for the Falcons Flyover.
2: A complete recap of today's game as we check in with all the top players of today's game and more.
4: As we also get your take on today's game.
2: Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
4: The Falcons Flyover is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
5: From this day forward, I'm going to begin every Falcon's flyover with a letter to Arthur. Dear Arthur, are you trying to be the smartest guy in the room? You have the best rushing attack in the NFL, arguably. Your offensive line is regarded as elite when it uh, run blocks at number four. Your pass blocking is sur- sur- surely leaves a lot to be desired. Are you trying to be the smartest guy in the room? So we start off the game with three straight passes. Let's do an empty backfield. Let's run some reverses. You leave the other team's best player wide open for a touchdown, but your defense actually played very well today, I think. I think they played quite well. They gave you everything they could, but your offense, what are you doing? Was this an identity crisis, Arthur? What was this? I'm befuddled and shocked. What in the name of Norbecker, Marion Campbell, June Jones were you doing today? Now, here's where I might give you a break. Now, I'm not an apologist, so don't call me at 404-726-0929 and call me apologist. Hear me out on this. Here's what I'm thinking maybe he was trying to do. Clearly, this team is regarded as a rushing team with two very good running backs, three when Cordero Patterson's uh, healthy and ready to go. Okay. But you also, look who who you've drafted very highly as well, a couple of uh, receivers, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. So what do you try to do? You don't want to be one-dimensional. You want to see what you have with those other players who you drafted so highly that they're supposed to be playmakers, they're supposed to get open, they're supposed to find their way in the end zone. So you're opening up the playbook very wide to see what you have with your quarterback. Well, today what you had was a man running for his life, making bad decisions, seemed a little jittery, was not comfortable, got sacked, what, seven times. It was, uh, it was abysmal to watch. And I was somewhat confident going into this game today, Arthur. But I basically chalked it up, well, this is a game you could win, this is a game you could lose. And what was so frustrating, this team seemed so listless, except for the defense was a little salty aside from some big plays given up. He held them to 20 points. You should be able to win an NFL game if your defense manages to hold the other team to 20 points. But this is all on the offense. I'm not going to get too mad at the defense at all, period. It's on the offense. Caleb McGarry, what in the world? Why could you guys not block today? Are you that piss poor in pass protection? Clearly. Is pass protection something you either know how to do as an O-lineman or you don't? You can't really coach it. It all has to do with uh, feet work, I guess, right? But that was just awful to watch today. It was just frustrating. It, it was. Um, I felt like I was watching the mid-1970s Falcons or the mid-1980s Falcons where you just kind of knew they had no chance. And today I felt that. They just have no chance. They're not going to. It, it's not going to resemble anything like what we saw last week against the Packers when you come back from uh, 12 points down to get the victory. Today, I didn't see that at all. I mean, seven sacks with a very inexperienced quarterback who you've opened up the playbook wide for. I understand that. you got to see what you have. you got to see what parts of your offensive philosophy this team is actually capable of executing. you got to do it. And that's what I think. Part of what your you're thinking was today. You have to broaden everything. You have to see exactly what you have in this quarterback. Well, and I've been kind of a a wait and see on Desmond Ritter. But today, I actually asked myself this question: Could Taylor Heineke have won this game for the Falcons today? Probably not. He probably would have been sacked nine times. I don't know. It's, it, it's not catastrophic. You're still 2-1, and one, and that's just fine. Now you've got to go to uh, the U.K. to take on the Jaguars, who, uh, who lost today. But it was just disheartening to see a team that just you just knew. And the bad thing is, one of my closest friends happens to be a Lions fan. Watched the game with him today. He's wearing his little Lions tank top with that smug look on his face. Well, that was just tough to watch. But Jared Goff, I don't know why people make fun of him online. No, he's not Pat Mahomes or you're regarded as a lead quarter. He's, sec- he's a second-tier guy. And guess what he can do? He can beat your ass. And I thought that was a brilliant call in the quarterback keeper. The Falcons weren't expecting that, and he scores a three-yard touchdown, and you knew it was over then. Young Way missing kicks all of a sudden? I mean, this is, this is weird. I wonder if missing that extra point got in his head a little bit, and gave, does he have the yips now? Because he used to have the uh, proverbial ice water in his veins. But today was just terrible. B. John Robinson, 10 carries, 33 yards. Tyler Algiers, 7 for 12. We did have a Kyle Pitts to do today, though. He caught five balls for 41 yards. Ritter was uh, 21 of 38 for 201. Seven sacks absorbed. I mean, that was just um, yuck. By the way, uh, Carolina leading Seattle 13-12, to 12 under a minute to go on that one. So they've scratched and clawed their way back into that one. Saints lose today, thankfully. They give up 18 unanswered points to the Packers after going up uh, 17-0. Derek Carr has to go to the hospital with a shoulder injury. Jameis Winston comes in. Saints miss a 46-yard field goal. And... Uh, we're gonna, I think we're going to find out tomorrow if the Buccaneers are for real because Baker Mayfield's been playing quite well. I don't care what you think about him. He has been They're 2-0. and he And has, he has a certain grit to him. But tomorrow night, Monday Night Football, they get to host the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So we're going to figure it out as this division starts to slowly kind of define itself a little bit. You can't have a too vivid of a definition right now because the season's so young with uh, just three games under your belt. But you start to kind of figure out how things may play out. But just terrible offensively today. Desmond Ritter looked absolutely confused, befuddled, on the run, paranoid, skittish, all the things. Seven sacks. And I guarantee what was what's that guy's name for uh, the DB for the Alliance from, from Georgia? Oh, jeez. His name escapes me. Help me. Help me. My fundamental point being, he was a menace today. Sorry, his name uh, escapes me, but he he was a menace today. Guess what happened? I got off the elevator. He hit me and made me uh, drop my notepad. He's just everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Are you talking about, what is it, Cam Sutton? No. No.
6: (laughs) Brian Branch.
5: Brian Branch. Thank you. That's who it is. He was a menace today. He was all over the place today. But it was just um it was a tough watch today. I was ugh. You get to you get to, turn your mic off, man. You're you're in my ear. Were you gonna say something though? <laughs> I heard that rattling. What are you doing back there? You got a little noise makers going on there, Garrett? What's going on? I don't know. What what do you hear? I don't I don't hear anything. It's like white noise of something.
6: Maybe that maybe it's just my microphone. Maybe it could be. Maybe.
5: Hey, I want to hear from you. 404-726-0929. I think Arthur Smith tried to outsmart him and be a little bit too cute today, but also. He's trying to figure out if his personnel can, can execute his, 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 his philosophy fully, the entire playbook. He had to see, are we capable of getting the ball downfield to Kyle Pitts or Drake London or, the, or any of the other uh, tight ends? Yes, I know I can run it, but we have to be able to do this too because we draft these guys so highly, so we have to figure out what Desmond Ritter can do within my, my playbook. So they opened it up for him. I don't want to be a hyperbolic sports talk radio guy. Are we going to see Taylor Heineke in week four, week five? No. No, I don't think no, so. No, come on. I don't think so either.
6: No, 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 no. My, my biggest question is, where, where is the rushing attack today? They, it wasn't like, even, they didn't even try. Look. We, it wasn't even attempted. Like, you, you're getting blown up. Yeah. Blown up. And instead of going to the rushing attack, which I feel like we did pretty effectively last year, if, yeah. if Marcus Marietta wasn't getting it done... And I'm not going to lay this all at the feet of, of the quarterback here, but <sighs> Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson, these guys need more touches, man. B. Well, John they...
5: Robinson, how, how many touches did he have? Ten? Yeah, ten carries, 33 yards. Tyler Come Algier, on. seven for 12, maybe no. a couple of catches.
6: No chance. You cannot tell me that they, they... – Hey, but Kyle
5: Pitts, five catches, though. Come Isn't on. that something? No. Is no. He, is he starting to emerge now? There there's so many the, underneath uh, passes. The, the underneath passes. this is going to be it for him. Why didn't he lay could, – could he have laid – remember that uh, first quarter? little play action pass. Bijan John Robinson, and I can't remember who else is in the backfield, excellently blocked. Desmond Ritter takes a shot downfield deep. Kyle Pitts, it almost looked like he uh, – alligator armed. I don't I don't say his effort was poor, but I wonder, could he have laid out? Because I can't – just because I see it from a certain angle from an overhead camera doesn't mean that it, it was as close as, it, as I would have thought. But it just seemed like – I don't know, did he slow up on his route? He, for a second, it looked like he uh, almost tweaked his hammy or something. It was weird. But that could have been a big play right there. And then what happens? You get a big play, a good catch by uh, Drake London on third down for what, about 26 yards. And then guess what? Back to back sacks, and you have fourth and 25, you punt it. And the defense, they just, they worked their butts off today. They did, gave up a couple of big plays, certainly. But they played pretty well getting, getting off the field, a couple of. uh. Goal-to-goal situations in the, in the defense held and forced them into a, a field goal. I mean, hats off the defense. We've got to fix this offense, so. And that's funny. As a Falcons fan, the re- reverse used to be true for years and years, it seemed like. Offense is good with Matt Ryan. Defense can't stop anybody. We have to win 40-38 to 38 every week if we're going to win it all. Interesting uh, development. Uh, Cardinals leading the Cowboys 18-10 to 10 about – About 45 seconds left in the first half in that one. Dallas with undoubtedly and statistically the most dominant defense in the NFL. When we come back, I'd love to take your calls. 404-726-0929. Do you agree with me? What is your feelings about today? I'm not going to oversell it. I'm not going to be preaching gloom and doom. But it was just a very disappointing effort. And sometimes that's going to happen. You're going to lay an egg. But the most frustrating thing was, though, like I said last week, I felt like that game against Green Bay. Oh, they can come back today. I didn't feel that at all. I go, there's no comeback today. It's not going to happen.
6: It just, and I feel like sometimes these happen. I, I know it's early yeah, in the season, and sure, it's just one of those days. You know, I mean, it's it's like baseball. It's like basketball. It's like most sports. Right. Like you're going to lose games. You just are
5: because the other gave, team is just Max as good. gave up six runs in four innings. You know, it's going to happen
6: sometimes. It's going to just happen sometimes. You know, and and. It was a game that I came into this one. I came into this this one really thinking that we had a chance to make a statement, and it's more. It's not that I'm angry. I'm just disappointed. You know, disappointed. I'm disappointed. just disappointed, and it's not because we lost. It's the way that we lost. Yep. the offense looked listless. Uh, that's that pass rush is. It's, it's it's a good pass rush, but largely this season, it has not been that good. But You would have
5: think uh, it wasn't that good.
6: I mean, re- my you would have God,
5: thought Ray Lewis and Ed Reed were preying upon you today. Yes. But Hutchinson had a great game, though, the kid from Michigan. Though. He's a killer, man. That yeah. guy's that guy's Forced really a fumble, recovered a fumble. I think he had two sacks, maybe. Yeah, he had two sacks. Seven. Yeah, he was, he was a menace today. So why I don't need you...
6: to see his dance moves anymore, though. No, that's Those terrible. dance moves are terrible. Douche. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. No, no not but, wrong. But the thing is, it's like if you're getting blown up that much, why not run the football? You're the best rushing attack in the I country. Know. Like, there is no team that can run with you if you're running the ball effectively. And I, like, what were the averaging three yards a carry, two and a half yards a carry? That's just unacceptable, first and foremost. But
7: but if you stuck, just to, it, ad- though, if you stuck blows, to it though,
6: the body blows. Yeah. Why is Tyler Algier getting seven carries? That dude is all about body blows. That's yep. what he does. And you saw he. I, I think he took a screen pass at one point in this game, and it looked like he was starting to kind of feel himself a little bit and. Part of the reason why B. John Robinson has success is because you have a guy in, in Tyler Algier who can just play bully ball and, right. and just knock guys around. That's a huge advantage for this team. Well, it's and a body ball like, like in we boxing. We had it and we yeah. didn't use it. Absolutely. It's just frustrating. frustrating. It's it's disappointing.
5: I'm not yeah. mad. I'm just disappointed. And that's why I was thinking is Arthur Smith trying to see what he has outside of the basic rushing attack because you did draft those skill guys to throw the ball to. You have to find out. Well, can my quarterback get the ball to these guys who we drafted so highly? They can't labor in obscurity, especially paying him all that money. Desmond didn't look good today, man. No, he did not. He did not look good today. Well, I
6: understand he was a, he was under siege most of the day, but well, yeah, that's gonna that have an effect also, on anybody. Yeah, but the thing is, he also had some passes. Out yeah, so he had some, that,
5: yeah, some a very some
6: career-ending type throws, like yeah. you know, like the the ones where you throw it to some dude up in the middle of the top at yep. the top of the field or whatever, yep. and then they just get you know a helmet into their gut. Right.
5: Right. Throwing it in a double cover story, trying to fit it into tight windows, uh missing had windows. A, had a potential pick six dropped again today. Again.
6: One of these days that's gonna come I back have, and bite him. I'm just getting
5: I just don't think it. it's frustrating. I just don't I hope this isn't his absolute ceiling. And it could be. It absolutely could be, but yeah, I hope but it's not. We're talking about a guy who just made a seventh start. Seventh too. start. So
6: yep. like these sorts of things, we gotta kind of take our lumps with it. Yep. We saw the flashes in the second half against
5: the Packers. Exactly. That's what he, he had a brilliant be. fourth quarter. He was fantastic. With his legs and his arm. Yeah. And, it just, and look, he drives, these games you are going to happen. Them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just, ugh. And I, I don't know how this makes them feel psychologically when you have to head to the U.K. on a, what, Tuesday? I think they're leaving for the game with the Jaguars at 9.30 on next Sunday. And I guess that means, well, the Falcons Flyover will be on around 2.30, I would suppose. 404, Falcons lose it. They drop to a two and one, but hey, at least they're two and one, right? But today was just so disheartening to watch. And also, it's also I mean, it's uh it's a result of not playing in the in the preseason. The starters got basically zero reps in the preseason, what, one series in a game, and they look fine. Until the latter part of the drive, they fell apart, penalties, and I think there's an interception or something in that preseason game that one drive that Ritter took part in. So these first three games are basically preseason in a way for your ones. So hopefully that's just what it is. It's still just growing pains as you develop chemistry with a brand-new overhauled roster. Again, not being an apologist. I look at things the way they are, not the way I want them to be. I try my best to do that and be extremely objective, as passionate as I am about the Falcons and how their performance affects my mood on a Sunday. But today was just ghastly and awful. Very lethargic, putrid, skittish, nervous, ineffective offense. It was terrible. Did they look scared to you? Yeah, Desmond Ritter looked like yeah, he did. Like, I'm not gonna say they,
6: I'm not gonna come on the, on the waves and say that they played scared necessarily, but they looked timid. They looked timid. They looked a little out of their depth, right? Against an, a defense that, I mean, it's a fine defense. It's not that good. They made them look, they, they made them look way yeah. too good. They made them look
5: very, very – like one of those like steel curtain type Steelers defenses. But you got to admit, though, I think the Lions are in the conversation. This is the playoff team. that They're very good. They're not perfect. Of course not. They can lay some eggs, too, but I I think they might win 10 games getting the playoffs. I mean, no coach like Dan Campbell is more perfect for a city than he is for Detroit. And Jared Goff, like I said, I, I think he's a fine quarterback. He was with the Rams, and, of course, they'd give him up for Matt Sever. They won a Super Bowl. But Jared Goff can beat you. He can beat you. He's seen a, a lead all-time great. No, but he's a very good, distinguished professional quarterback who can make your life hell if you mess around. And he takes care of the ball. He's very responsible. we got packed phone lines. Let's get to it. Bring the heat. 404-726-0929 on a losing Sunday, damn it. Falcons are 2 and one Falcons fly over Sports Radio 929 The game.
2: Now more of the Falcons fly over
4: a complete recap of today's game
2: presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
4: Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 929, The game.
5: Well, welcome back. Twenty to six. The final. I'm just very disappointed. I don't even have the energy to be angry. It, 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 it was just so disappointing how listless the offense was. Defense did everything it could today. Gave up some big plays, of course, but they buckled down. They held him to field goals several times. But, man. Bijan Robinson, 10 carries, 33 yards. Tyler Algiers, 7 for 12. Desmond Ritter, 21 of 38, 201. But yay, Kyle Pitts siding, five catches, 41 yards, so yay. I'm not going to – this isn't a catastrophe today. It's just very disappointing. Wouldn't it be nice to be 3-0 and for the first time since 2017? But you're still 2-1. and one. I still think a lot of this team and its coach, by question of the play calling today, was he trying to be the smartest guy in the room? Did Arthur Smith outsmart himself today? Let's start off with uh, – let's go to Allison. Hello, Allison. Hi there, my friend. How you doing? Oh, oh, I, I, I know. I know. What, what can I well, say? Well, I
0: tell you what. Remember last week when you said you know you you just really wanted to you know you thought you were going to just drink yourself to death, <laughs> and I said you know we'll get you in a twelve step program. <laughs> that's right. That's save right. A next, save a seat next. Save a seat next to you so I can sit in oh, there. Oh dear. Okay?
5: Oh no, you're going to join Man, me I now.
0: Thought, yeah, I'm going to join you now. But again, the, it was just frustrating to watch this game. The they were in it. And and then the fourth and five play, I didn't understand. Dude, just punt the ball. It's just not your day. It's just it's just not your day. Punt the ball, and then you know, and then think to yourself, what can I do to help clean up a lot of this? And then when they finally got that first and goal, you know, late in the fourth quarter, they took a lot of time off the clock. I want to say they took about five minutes off the clock right. with that last drive. But then they get down now and, and 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 the play clock's running and. Desmond has no awareness that it's running that. They get a they get a delay of game and well, they, they had to call timeout.
5: Yeah, they had to call timeout to avoid getting the delay of game and that that's okay, that's right. inexcusable too. Same thing though basically.
0: Yeah, same thing. But it, and then it's just and, and and I don't know who your your producer is, but what he said they they just look like they weren't prepared.
5: Yeah. I,
10: they I look agree with
0: unprepared. You. So, but I, but thinking about let's look at there. If you look at the next 6 games they got you know, the exception being the Tampa Bay because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, one, two, three, four of these guys lost today. Yep. Jacksonville lost. Commanders lost. Titans lost. Vikings lost. The Te- Jacksonville lost to the Texans, and I don't mean it was close either. That's right. So, um, you know, you you have some things to clean up. You have some opponents. You got winnable games coming up.
5: And they're losable. Thank you, you Al. Thank you, Al. Take care. But that's where we are with the Falcons. They're winnable and they're losable. But that's pretty much the case with most NFL teams, for the most part, except for your elite teams, maybe your Forty ers Eagles, or Chiefs. But the Chiefs—I mean, guess what? They also lost to the Lions, so I think the Lions might be a little forced to reckon with. The Lions are starting. I know we're just—I know we've got 14 of these things left. We're you know three games into it, but the Lions could evolve into this team you just don't want to deal with in the postseason. They'll just scratch and claw and grind you and be opportunistic on defense and maybe get after your quarterback and. Jared Goff, I'm sorry. Just a very intelligent football player. Yes, he's not a superstar, but guess what? He can beat you. He can totally beat you. Very efficient, can make good throws. Lions might be a tough out in the postseason. Hopefully the Falcons will evolve to that point too. 404 726 0929 is the Falcons fly over Rob Tribble in this losing afternoon. Let's go out to John. Hello, John. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that
11: was that was fuggly.
3: Yes. Uh but you know, to answer your question, the Falcons—they just basically start off getting away with—I mean, starting off the game with what they're good at. They—they didn't—they didn't force the run, which that's—I didn't understand that. And, and I and I and I tell you what, Ritter—he was completely exposed today. I'm actually—I'm ready to actually pull the trigger and oh get, no,
5: just <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to switch somebody else. I understand. I appreciate you, John. I understand how fan base feel that way. I understand.
6: But there's also a reason why fan bases don't make decisions. Yeah, personal because decisions. because if they did. They because make... there's patience. You need to be patient. Well, we'd have a Give new quarterback
5: every three years. We'd have a new head coach every two years. We'd have a new GM. Every we'd have two a new. Years.
6: We'd have a new head coach. We'd be yeah. like George Steinbrenner on steroids. Yeah,
5: man. exactly. Just uh, just constantly. All right, let's go out to Owen. H- Hello, Owen. Welcome.
11: Hey, what's going on, guys? What's on um, your mind, my friend? Go ahead. Base- Ba- basically, what I saw today is, and, and it's been size in the last three games. I went to the first two. The Falcons' offensive of line does not pass block very well. No, they don't. I don't know if y'all blind to see it, but Jake Matthew, Matthews, the all-pro tackle, he looks egregious out there. And today, it, it, it reared his ugly head again. They just, they're just not good um, pass blockers. Now, we run the ball well. But we don't pass block well, guys. Nope. Just be honest. And if we don't pass block, after a while, we're not going to be able to run the ball because they're going to stack. the Teams going to start stacking the line of scrimmage and stopping the run. And it's coming. If we don't learn how to pass block, let's just be honest here. I'm being honest with what I see. If you cannot pass block, sooner or later, you're not going to be able to run the ball. You're right, because they'll just that's, sit that's, on the run. That's just it. That's just it. That's right. it. Appreciate and he's a rookie quarterback, too, and they're going to blitz him, too. Just let's be honest. That's, that sums it up in a nutshell. All right. That's Pre- all I wanted to say, guys.
5: Appreciate you, Owen. Yeah, we know that. You're not pass blocking very well. That's a good point, too. If you get to where you cannot be efficient passing, well, okay. You're going to try to beat us with your uh, two very talented running backs. Well, if we don't have to worry about the pass, your running backs are going to be uh, neutralized. Your rushing pack attack will be neutralized. So there you go. All right. Let's see, uh, Carl. Hello, Carl. Welcome.
12: Hey, John. How you doing? Good. Listen, I watched this game. It's it's funny because, you know, a buddy of mine, we were just talking. I said, this is
3: a reflection of what they didn't do in the draft. Instead, they got receivers instead of building in the trenches. And what's going to happen? It's a reflection of what you didn't do. Karma is catching up with the Falcons. You got to build in the trenches. It starts and ends in the trenches. Look at that Cleveland Brown Pittsburgh Steelers game. Cleveland, we all know the Steelers don't have an offense with Kenny Pickett as quarterback. But you know what they leaned on? That D. They leaned on that. Am I right? Yeah. I agree. Huh? I, I agree. Okay. I, all right, I appreciate it. And until this organization <laughs> stopped trying to be a Entertainment industry and football operations. We will be a seven-six
5: win team. That's all I got to say. I appreciate it, Carl. I think I'm beyond that, though. I, I still think ten, eleven wins. I'm not. I'm hey, not. I'm not, not the, as bullish on eleven. but I'm thinking, okay, ten, maybe ten. We looked like a
6: ten-win football <laughs> team today. Like that's really the biggest thing. I, I mean.
5: Look, That's we true. going to win 17 games, guys. Those teams that win 10 games, they have games like this. They and have I hoping, games like this. I'm hoping the Falcons get over this. hope this isn't a pattern. That's why I'm not too panicked. But what I saw today with the uh, play calling and the uh, the execution, the, the porous pass blocking, I mean, good Lord. Me and Garrett could have had two sacks today, maybe. That's what made it so frustrating to watch. Like I said... I'm I'm pretty happy with our defense. You gave a couple of big plays today. Yes, their tight end got wide open for that one play. That's gonna happen. But they kept him out of the end zone several times, made him settle for field goals to keep the game within reach, but you were so putrid, so listless, so lethargic on offense, you couldn't do anything. Two field goals. It's just ghastly. All right, let's see what Monty has to say. Hello, Monty.
11: Hey guys, how are y'all? Good. Good. I just want to comment on that. Our organization has invested in a right tackle that cannot pass protect. And that was from the Dan Quinn era, and now it is here on um, the Arthur Smith era. We have to be able to pass protect, but you don't have a fire breather on your defense for them to go up against in practice. So when they get in the game, you're overwhelmed every time. So, therefore, we have to be able to understand that we got to be able to pass protect, or it's going to be Tyler Haneke's, um, Roll in the next couple of weeks because you're going to
5: ruin your your quarterback. I agree. All right, I appreciate it. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Falcons lose a twenty to six to drop to two and one. But hey, you're still two and one. Going to the UK to take on uh, Jacksonville, leaving on Tuesday. That's going to be a nine thirty kick next Sunday. So good lord, what times a what times the pregame going to start for that thing next Sunday? Pregame at seven thirty a.m. Ooh. <laughs> That's, that's one of those days. I'm glad I'm doing flyover, man. Fly, yeah. We'll probably hit the airways. what, at probably two thirty, I guess. Hey, like that. man, that means we get the entire day of football. Yeah, and then we can uh, get out of here and uh, watch the four o'clock games, right?
6: I haven't. I, I don't even know you the last time. I can day drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. I don't even know the last time. I, you and I, I guess we could. Uh, we would have uh, sat down and watched the four o'clock games, right? Normally, we get home and like right around like beginning or middle of the Sunday night game.
5: That's right. Yeah. Give or take. That's what we're doing tonight too, as well. So. Again, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. The Falcons flyovers is designed for you to vent and me as well. It's like a mutual therapy session, which is free of charge to everyone involved, and I get paid for it, too. Let's go to Angelo. Hello, Angelo.
3: Hello.
10: I'm a Chicago's Bear fan. Oh, dear. But I'm living in Atlanta, <laughs> and I also am an Atlanta Falcons fan. The office of line needs to take Desmond Ritter out for dinner every day till the season is over because they could not pass block for nothing.
5: All right. I appreciate and you, man. That's what I got to say. I appreciate it. You're right. I love what Carl Dukes said. Carl Dukes of uh, Dukes and Bell uh, weekdays, by the way, 2 to 7. The purveyors of the Hayman Ale as well. Carl had a pretty funny uh, text. Just leave the offensive lineman in the locker room for the second half. Just leave. Don't even let him come out with you. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. It was, just, it, was, it, it was just really disappointing. But it shouldn't be surprising, though, because most of the teams in the NFL are maddeningly inconsistent right now because they're not playing in the preseason. Your starters rarely play in the preseason. Some teams more than more, but for the most part, most of them aren't. So you're going to get some really turbulent, inconsistent, ugly football with bad quarterback play, and then other weeks quarterbacks will be good. But they're not as polished this early in the season.
6: I, I'm not going to give them this excuse. No, you, if, if if you need to play a, another couple reps in preseason football, that, that you need to no. play a lot We're of week reps. Three. They played none. We're in week three. We're in week three. That I can't use that excuse anymore. No, they just got beat today. That's really, at the end of the day, they just got beat.
5: That's still, I, I still think that's I a vibe. It's a byproduct of not playing in the preseason. I'm sorry, it just is. It just is. When does that that's change, why though? But at what point? At what point can well, we start? I, saying? I, that? I can answer that question once you play about three, four games. Now you should be ready. So now, I don't now, next think that's game, a, I don't think that's uh, unreasonable. So th- now that, but now
6: next week. Well, I guess next it's week. It's not, we not a blind that. excuse. I'm giving. I'm not saying I'm it thinking is.
5: Maybe it could be valid. Maybe it's not. But I think it might be. Okay. Because we're seeing it all over the league. Maddeningly inconsistent football. Week and, one is, is always just a yeah, sloppy slop fest but now you started to figure out what teams are week three week four about a you know third way. yeah season. how about the those miami dolphins by the way man oh we're gonna get to that i'm That's, so excited those are two i makes...
6: i want to drag sean payton on this show oh. so badly if anybody out there wants to call up and just drag sean payton on this show be my guest i am encouraging you 404 it's encouraged on this show
5: oh yes absolutely we, we are gonna drag him we have to go to angry man don't we we have to hear from angry all right Angry man what's on your mind Clearly you're angry.
3: Yeah. Yeah man, I'm absolutely angry man. Um listen. I'm I, I really I really am glad that our the greatest Falcon that ever played wasn't playing behind this line man cuz we sure could use Matt Ryan now. Boy, <laughs> y'all was ready to get Matt Ryan out of the door. <laughs> man, why we why don't we have a edge rusher? I said this when we got Bizarro. I love Bizarro. Well, his game showed us we need an edge rusher. I'm mad because we won't have an edge rusher. i I right. right,
5: appreciate you. Well, you can also say, you know, the Lions lose a, an offensive lineman today. They already had two others injured, and you still couldn't get to Goff. First drive you did, then you didn't, then you started to. The defense actually played pretty well today. It's not a lack of an edge rusher that stands out today. It was how anemic and clueless and lethargic and flaccid the offense was. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to hear – from Arthur Smith that all David Archer caught, with a, caught up with a myriad of Falcons after today's 20-6 to loss. Falcons fall to 2-1, Jacksonville, next Sunday morning, 9.30, right here at Sports Radio, 1990
2: the game. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?
3: Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go,
2: T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today.
9: Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
13: Tekovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tecovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west.
7: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medalla, is the mark of a fighter.
2: by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
4: Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
5: 26 to final today. Falcons fall to 2-1. Very lethargic uh, offensive effort. Defense played quite well. Gave up a couple of big plays. Certainly left the tight end wide, wide open. But for the most part, played very well. Stopping the Lions short of uh, the end zone. Otherwise, this could have gotten out, it could have gotten out of hand today if you didn't keep the Lions to a field goal, certainly. And you could muster absolutely nothing offensively. Seems like the Falcons completely abandoned what they are good at in order to see what maybe they could be. Because you did draft a lot of skilled players highly at the receiver position, so you're not going to. You're thinking, well, if I can run the ball, but if I can establish this pass, that's going to create such a vast array of different. Points of concern for an opposing uh, defensive coordinator. But today, it didn't really get established at all. Desmond Ritter tortured a seven sacks. Remember when Aiden Hutchinson played for uh, Michigan? His last year at Michigan, they played Georgia in the uh, college football playoff. We didn't hear his name all night that game. Not all night. Not once. Today, all over the place. Forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, a couple of sacks. He was, he was a menace. Absolute menace. After the game today. David Archer caught up with head coach Arthur Smith. Tough days at the office today, Arthur,
8: but it looked like both offenses were having a tough time getting any kind of anything going. No, no third down conversions.
14: Yeah. I mean, certainly uh, not until really late in the game, you know, they're kind of playing soft two minutes. So, you know, we, we got behind off track all day and uh, it's going to be a recipe for pretty bad offensive football. So we got to get back to work and we, and I, and I believe in our guys, and we will, but credit to Detroit. They kept us off track all day. Um, too many negative plays on early downs, and so a lot of, lot of third and long is ugly football.
8: Certainly, saved the 45 yard play. They had the special play and threw back to the tight end. Defense really held onto the rope today.
14: They did. I mean, we look as ugly as I felt. Our guys, I mean, even after Jesse's thing, you know, we had our chances, but uh, give, give Detroit credit. We, we didn't take advantage of it, and uh, they did. and you know, you can get humble quick in the National Football League, and especially if you get behind on early, early downs. I know you trust this team, flush this out of the system, got to
8: get on the road and go back, go to London next weekend.
14: Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. Like I said, it's, thankfully, that's only one game. But, uh, you know, we got to have the right mindset, get back in there, fix the issues, and all do a better job. And, uh, you know, we're going to win or lose as a team. And, you know, we'll get back to work and we'll get on that plane ready to go against Jacksonville.
5: Art, thanks for your time. Thank you, Arch. All right. There you go. Don't know much what to say about that. I mean, clearly, Falcons uh, abandoned what their identity, what, what their strength was today. They never were – they never even tried to establish it, which is uh, kind of frustrating. But I still think part of me, big picture, Arthur's trying to think. I've got to open up the playbook for this guy. I've got to see what I have. I've got these weapons. I have to merge everything to my offensive philosophy. It's not just three yards in a cloud of dust. If you look at what is – if you look at Arthur Smith's um, offensive philosophy, there's bits and pieces of everything. He's even got some Bill Walsh West Coast in there also, as far as uh, schematically speaking. He does. He does. There's a lot of things in play there. And you want to be well-rounded offensively. You want the defense to have to account for, oh, i got to account for those – Two big receivers, those tight ends. Oh, not to mention the running backs, too. Good Lord. A lot to deal with. But you have to establish them, though. Desmond Ritter has to get the reps to get better. And I hope to God. And I'm I'm not apologizing for him. He looked terrible today, but the offensive line also put him in harm's way. Put him under constant duress. No quarterback can function in that way. And thrive. Certainly not. But... I'm not ready to give up on Desmond Ritter yet. But like I said, I look at things for what they are, not how I wish they were. And that's a fact. And I'm always happy to have my mind changed about something. But as things are currently constituted, I don't think he's hit his uh, ceiling yet. I think I need maybe about three more weeks, I suppose. But I think you'll just know it when you see it, if, if you're really honest with yourself and what your eyes are showing when you watch Falcons game. I think you will know, oh, he can be that guy. Oh, nope, he's just not that guy. He's just not that guy. He's going to be a, He should be a journeyman backup quarterback who has a nice 10, 11-year career but barely sees the field. I don't know. I hope he can turn into that guy. Limited sample size. Did not play in the preseason. Of course, Garrett and I got into it about that, but I also qualified it by saying, well, now it's about time. These are basically the preseason games because the starters barely played in the preseason. Now you've played three games. You have to – Really start cleaning it up and be a higher-functioning football team, more consistent football team going forward, starting next week in Jacksonville, in Jacksonville, in London against Jacksonville. Let's go to uh, Darnell. Hello, Darnell. Where is it, Darrell? Hey, how you doing, man? What's up, man?
12: Yeah, pretty good, man. I just want to say um, the team looked look pretty bad today, man, but that we got to do as a fan base, we got to start holding on a little bit better, man. It sounds like as soon as one thing happens, any Atlanta teams – The city's on fire. You get rid of
5: everybody. Well, we panic, Um, man.
12: (laughs) I got to say, man, the team is only as good as
11: the fan base, and the fan base sucks sometimes.
5: Well, we do. I appreciate you, man. That's because we're so skittish. We're so used to disappointment. So many times, especially if you've been around as long as I have, in this city, born and raised here, started following the Falcons in like 1973, you get a little skittish, and you can't really embrace Oh, look, look at Taylor Swift going to see Travis Kelsey today. I already he took a shot at her at a concert, but she's uh, in the crowd today watching, uh, watching his team play. Isn't that just lovely? 404-726-0929. This is the Falcons flyover. With you for about another hour and two minutes leading up to uh, Sunday night football. And um, let's go out to, oh, we have Mel. Is this Mel in southwest Atlanta? Let's go to Mel.
0: Yeah, well, you
3: know you what know it is. Lana Bones land of bread. Atlanta bread. But you know what? <laughs> I'm not disappointed the game. You know what? I, I don't.
0: It's what I'm saying about you. I don't know, know where you kind trying to play radio without a quarterback. It's not the quarterback fault today. The offensive line was scared. Let him get sacked sometime, wherever. The coach was called. Well, you know. You need, to take, you need to get that playbook for somebody else. And what makes a bad? The top teams in the division, all of them lost. So what you creeping about? Well,
5: well, not yet. Did they
0: did that get rid river folks.
5: All right, thanks, man.
3: He, he was starting to ball downfield.
5: Well, Carolina has lost. You know lost... the
3: joke, man.
5: I appreciate you, man. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> Seattle actually beating Carolina fifteen thirteen. There's five minutes to go in the third. A lot of football left there. You are talking about the Saints who go up seventeen nothing to the Packers. Derek Carr suffers a shoulder injury. Has to go to the hospital. Jameis Winston comes in. Packers score eighteen unanswered points to win eighteen seventeen. Saints miss a forty six yard field goal. We're going to celebrate that big time with a big dose of karma.
6: I love that. I celebrated. And it was Payton. moments. It was moments after it happened and. I, after the
5: Falcons lost, and was like, I'm like, all right, we're grumbling and angry. Whatever. Well, you know what we're going to do. Then next they segment. kick it right into the. Oh well, both man! Of us, next segment, we get to crap on and mock, and just celebrate Sean Payton. Get a getting a big dose of karma right in all the all that taint. humble pie, man. Right in the taint, my friend. All right, let's go to Josh. Hello, Josh. Big Robbie
10: Tribble, What's going
5: on, man? What's on your mind, man? Oh.
10: Yeah, uh, so I'm actually out here in Detroit. I was at the game today. And I will say this. As a true Falcons fan, born and raised, Arthur Smith needs to get that play calling up, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he thought he was doing today. I know why we didn't run the ball is because Detroit has, like, the number four-rated run defense in the league right now. But even still, like, you got to put your, your quarterback in better positions to be able to deliver the ball. Or, you know, you got to do something other than uh, the pistol and the, the, the single single back and off missions that he's running because it's too predictable from what I see. And I don't, you know, I'm just a regular NFL fan. But like I said, I'm here in Detroit. Right. I was watching the game at the stadium and like the place was loud. And I'm not going to lie. So wait, you were at the game today,
5: Josh? Place. You were there in the yeah, building? Was,
10: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was at the game.
5: Were you the guy with the um, towel on his head? There's this lone Falcon <laughs> fan surrounded by a bunch of <laughs> Lions fans. He just had yeah. a towel on his head, leaning yeah. back in his chair, yes. resigned. Was that you? Yeah. That wasn't you or was it you? Yes. It was me, yes. Oh, it was? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right.
10: But, so I'll just say, like I said, now I can't fully blame Desmond because, you know, play calling, but I will also say Desmond missed some throws and he also missed a few reads today, too. So I don't know what they need to do. I don't know if Coach Smith need to get the play calling up or just come up with a better game plan. But something needs to happen because we have way too many weapons on offense, on paper, to only be scoring oh,
5: points in the game. I know. It's embarrassing. I appreciate you, Josh. Me. Thanks. Up there in Detroit. I wonder if he really was that guy. Gary, did you see that guy? There's The TV uh, did a cutaway in the stands. Oh, I tweeted bunch about of, it. Bunch of, oh, yeah. bunch of Lions oh, yeah. fans. all oh, their blue jerseys on. One Falcon fan. This big old brother with a towel on his head just kind of sitting there resigned to the uh, inevitable outcome of a, of a loss. There's another one who was
6: a Falcons fan and he had a Vic jersey on. <laughs> and it launched like a 30-minute conversation about Mike Vick.
5: <laughs> well.
6: Because we're in Atlanta. that's just of we, course. Of we course. can't help
5: it. Of course. Hey, let's go to uh, Shelvin. Shelvin, hello. Welcome to the Falcons flyover. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing today? Well, talk to me, man. What what you think? What did you, you see today?
12: Hey, for the previous call I think he's in denial. The quarterback doesn't win games. If a quarterback can't run, I mean, can't throw the ball, overthrowing or underthrowing, you can never win a game. You can't win a game thinking and dunking. So my thing is you've got a quarterback that's on a bench that's very capable of winning games. In my opinion, as a Falcon fan, you got to throw the ball. You can't just un- keep thinking and dunking and expecting you're going to win the game. All
5: right. Appreciate you. Well, I, I, I think today um, there's enough blame to go around. Your kicker missed a kick. Your defense wasn't. Defense played pretty well, but you gave a couple of big plays. You leave the, the best player on their offense. You had zero sacks. Their yeah, zero they had zero sacks. sacks. Come zero on. Sacks. I, I, you're
6: you playing some backup offensive linemen. They, they don't have no their top linemen. running back. However, you kept them on the at wide several times.
15: They kept them the No, zone. and I'm going to give them their flowers. That's fine. They did a good job. They to 6
6: there rather is, than, <laughs> it's just
5: so frustrating, man. All of it. So frustrating. There's enough yeah. blame to go around. Enough blame to go around. And Desmond Rivers sacked seven times. All right, let's go out to Dan. Hello, Dan.
3: Hello. Well, I, would, I want to make three uh, points real quick go before I get to my uh, baby daddy, Arthur, Arthur William Smith. Oh, dear. Uh, p- people are talking about uh, Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. Well, I think Pitts is kind of like Acuna was last year. Pitts is he, – he's good enough to play, but he's not really back – to the point where he's actually going to be the pitch that was drafted you talking about psychologically
5: well, two, coming off that injury, you're a little bit tentative, maybe that's a good point that's not a bad point at all
3: uh number two desmond Ritter i mean he he let's not forget he's a he's a uh he's a very young q b yeah. with a pretty crappy o line he still wants to believe his o line can give him the time uh the difference between Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, Heineke would realize after he dropped back eight yards and there's somebody in his face that I just need to go in and tuck the ball and run. Uh, Arthur Smith, my baby daddy, Arthur William Smith, he <laughs> was getting too He got too cute out there today. He's getting cute. He got cute. too cute. Arthur Smith, Arthur William, you are not cute enough to be doing all this. You need, <laughs> you, you need to do the dishes. You need oh, to – you need to put the dishes in the dishwasher and let it run. You need to take the clothes out the dryer, fold them, and put them away. Yo, we 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 ain't we we are built for that. We need to go back wow. to that AFC North style of play where we just go run and punch people in the mouth for three quarters and then try to pass the ball. All right,
5: all right, Dan, I appreciate you, man. Wow, he gave he went his full government name, Arthur Smith. Even middle named our coach Arthur Smith. That that's pretty funny. All right, let's go out to Marshall before we get to break. Marshall, what's up?
11: Hey, man, what's going on, man?
5: You talk to me, Marshall.
11: What what a day, what a day, what a day, okay? I got a couple points. First off, uh, next game, if Ritter looks like this, it's, it's time for Taylor Heineken. I've been giving him a couple, of the, uh, couple games. He's underthrowing, overthrowing. Uh, I, I, I he's taking too long. He, he, he sits back there too long. He, I don't know what's wrong with man, right. and the type of offense, the type of offense I, I think Arthur Smith runs. He, he needs an accurate quarterback. Absolutely, he needs an accurate quarterback. I mean, if he's underthrowing and overthrowing people, that 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 that's not going to get it. All right, that's Marshall, not get him.
5: we appreciate you, man. We're up against. We're going to come back here from uh, Desmond Ritter, Jesse Bateson, uh, Clayus Campbell, and take. Care.
16: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now, they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
2: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
8: It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you
5: get your podcasts. Calls at 404 726 0929 on this losing Sunday night, 26th the final. Falcons fall to 2 and 1. Sports Radio 929 the
2: game. Taking a look back at today's game with Falcons Flyover, presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
4: Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 929 the game.
5: Well, I guess the best way to um sum up what Arthur Smith did offensively today was very confusing. There's was like some identity crisis or something just uh unfortunate, completely out of character today, came out like the, as if they were a passing team, and part of me thinks that maybe Arthur Smith is trying to open this playbook he's got he's got like I've said several times today he's got all these uh. Skill position players to catch the football. And, of course, you rely on the run a bit, too. Of course, that's the strength of the team. But you have to try to establish that as well. Otherwise, if you're too one-dimensional, well, you're done. All right, let's go out to uh, Amy. Hello, Amy. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, I heard you talking and talking about, like, 1973. I've been a Falcons fan since I was, like, eight. Um, And that's been, what, ten years ago? (laughs) Yeah, ten I'm gonna claim that, um, but I had high hopes again, for sure, but yes, today was very disappointing because all the talent that's on the team now, I mean that's all I heard about salary cap and who we drafted and all this right, and then what happened today i was I was just dumbfounded, like where's our offense? And, it, unfortunately, it goes back to the same thing we've dealt with for years, no offensive line.
5: All right, Amy, I appreciate it. Well, you're not wrong, but hopefully um, this is just a mere bump in the road. This, the, the Falcons aren't going to be going down some black hole of losing three, four, or, or six of their next eight. I just don't see it happening. I hope not. But certainly today was very disheartening, the fact that the offense seems so ill-prepared. Did not block for Desmond Ritter. He was befuddled, confused, frantic, inaccurate. All the things. All right, let's go to uh Matthew. Hello, Matthew.
12: Hey, how y'all doing today?
5: Talk to me, Matthew.
12: Ain't much, man. I just want to say that t- today could be a, a foretelling for what's to come, man, because we gotta we ain't addressing no line issues. We got a young receiver, we got all these weapons. It don't matter if you got weapons. When they put eight in the box. You got to throw the ball, and we can't, we can't get rid of no time. We got to give him some time. If that's what you, we were going to be, we should address the offensive line, at least be able to protect him. But it's another year. How many years now we couldn't pass block? Like, we couldn't. We can't pass block. This is the NFL, man. They're not just going to let you line up and just pound it and pound it and pound it. No, them, job, them guys on the other end get paid, too. Indeed. But that's it, man. This could be a long year for us if we can't pass block. Oh, that's dear. all I got.
5: Matthew, don't don't believe that. Let's grasp at something uh, optimistic and perhaps joyful. Don't say this could be a longer because that really sucked. Because I was so enthusiastic coming into this year, I was saying eleven wins. That's still possible, but now I'm kind of like retreating from that. Okay, maybe nine or ten. Wild card berth, maybe. All right, Wade, what you got? Hello, Wade. Talk to me.
9: Hey, Rob. Good to hear you this Sunday. Thank you. But sir. um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think this is going to be you know like a 2020 or you know. 21 kind of deal where we just start dropping game after game after game. But it was concerning, you know, seeing Ritter, you know, he hasn't played amazing the past or the first two weeks, but he, I would say he got progressively better between Carolina and green Bay, but today was a huge step back um, in his game. I mean, his, I feel like his po his pocket awareness, he plays it too cool to the point where he's just oblivious to what's coming. And it's too late when he tries to scramble or use his legs, and I don't think he uses his legs enough like I don't think he is uses mobility enough to get out of situations or try and find a play and and you have that angle and then i I went to training camp a lot um over the summer, and I, all I saw was a and I'm trying to believe in Ritter, but I saw a bunch of high balls overthrown balls off off target throws in training camp, and that's kind of progress or uh, transcended here in the regular season, so I hope he can get it together. But this was definitely a step in the wrong direction this week, and it is concerning.
5: I right, appreciate you, Will. Eh, concerning, but hey, like I said, fourteen of these things are left. Got fourteen of them. You're two and one. Now, wouldn't the Bengals, wouldn't that Bengals fan base, love to be a two and one right now? It's been disastrous up there, certainly. All right, after the game today, Arthur Smith caught up with Falcons quarterback Desmond Ritter
15: this was a tough one today. Really couldn't seem to get anything going on offense. Yeah, it was tough, obviously. You know, we came out, you know, three and out real quick. Um, those are the things that obviously we try to stay away from, um, you know, getting off the field real quick. Those are the things that, you know, we don't like to do. Obviously, we got to do better. And, you know, we'll come back tomorrow, look at it, and see what we can do to improve.
8: Anything you felt like that you were seeing? I guess if you could see it, could see it then you would have fixed it. But they really made it tough for you on first down.
15: Yeah, no, you know, it was just like we saw, you know, So just got to get things going, especially, you know, on the first play, um, getting that first play going, getting the first first down in the drive in the series. Um, that's something that we couldn't do, and we got to do a better job. Concerted effort to throw the ball
8: early. Looked like you had a little bit of success to start off. Was that kind of the plan to come out and maybe throw it a little bit early?
15: Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what our plan is. At the end of the day, we got to execute, and whatever it is, whether it's run, pass, screen, uh, and so that's obviously something that we'll look at and see what we can improve on. Okay.
8: You're one of the leaders of this football team. What's the message now? as you guys get, get ready to go on the road again to London?
15: Yeah. It's uh, you know how we're we gonna how are we gonna respond. Uh, you know, we just went out there, got kicked in the mouth. What are we gonna do? We're we gonna lay down on the ground, or we're we gonna get back up and keep fighting. So.
8: Yes. Thanks for your time.
15: Thank you so much.
5: God bless Arch. He's trying to. He has to. He worked. The Falcons signed his check, so he can't be too critical. So he always tries to find a sliver of positivity. Talking about, well, you guys came out and tried to establish a pass, and maybe a couple times it went okay, but it was a struggle. That, he's very good using his verbal judo, but he has to be. Uh, he has to be careful. All right, let's go to Will. Hello, Will.
12: What's up, Arch? Let's go, man. Defense played a great game. Offensive line they struggled bad, but um, I think we need a receiver to take the top off the ball. There's eight in the box. They don't they don't fear our fear our receivers at all. That's all I got to say.
5: All right. Well, they don't because we can't get the ball to them. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you have that guy that quote unquote can take the top off the defense. You can't get the ball to him. Doesn't matter. How many deep shots have we hit this year?
6: I know we've taken a couple, but I don't I don't know if we've really hit ah. any of them.
5: Today, I guess the most significant one was that 28-yard pass play to uh, Drake London. The Yeah, the third that down was a convert. great throw. That was a great throw. Great throw, great catch. See, that leads me to believe he can do that. We I have see seen flashes. him make those throws. flashes.
6: The flashes are there, that but I need to put it all together, and I'm so impatient.
5: I know. I'm just, I want to be impatient,
6: but at the same time, I know that I have to be patient, yep. and it's so frustrating, especially after a game like today, because you see some of the flashes of what this dadgum right. team can be, yep. and then this happens, you know? Like if we have the team that played the Packers in the in that second half last week, yep, could have made this, it
5: interesting today. They they could have they would have, won, have won this it. game. I think so because Desmond is so in the frustrating. Yeah. It is so frustrating sometimes. All right, let's go to uh, is it DJ. You got DJ. Hello, DJ. What's up?
12: What's up, man? Hey, Talk man. I'm you. starting to lose faith in Desmond Marita, man. Oh no, I, I agree with one of the other callers. I just don't see no sense of urgency. You know, it doesn't seem like he's pumped up. But um, the offensive line did not play good. And we got to figure out how to get our stars the ball, man. And Arthur Smith always talks about being double-teamed. But Kelsey and all these other players get double-teamed. And those teams still find a way to get on the ball. And we're going to lose Kyle Pitts if we don't. He's in his, what, third year right now? He's still on his rookie deal. So this whole thing going to blow up if they don't get it together, man.
5: All right, appreciate you. Let's go to uh, upset California Falcons fan. What's going on? What's on How's your going mind, guy? What part of California you in?
2: Northern California, so it's not easy being a Falcons fan in Niners country. I'll <laughs> tell
5: you that much. What's on your mind?
3: I mean, the the pass protection is terrible, terrible. Um, Desmond Ritter does not look like a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm sorry, he just doesn't look good. He holds the ball way too long. He's supposed to be athletic, but we rarely see him run. And I think Arthur Smith just tries to be too cute sometimes. Like, we're running all these hitch passes and everything. We're not going to win games like that. We run the ball. That's what we do. We start out, go three and out, three of our first five possessions. We're not going to win games like that. We've got to pound these guys until they get tired, and that's why we win games.
5: All right, man, I appreciate your call. Yeah. Pretty much everybody sees what I saw. We're kind of in pretty much in agreement with the whole thing you guy, Garrett? What? What? I'm just, I'm just
6: sitting here fuming. You're I know. Fuming. You're, I'm
5: the more, and that's one of the ups, the, the pros and
6: cons of doing this show. Yeah. Um, it, re, I can't just bury it. You know, like what I, what in the past, I if the Falcons well, this sucked, is a
5: couple of hours of therapy. It you know? literally is therapy. Or celebration, you know? hope the first two weeks celebration. It was,
6: and that's when I, and that's when I get all up on my my the Falcons bandwagon. And then there are days <laughs> like today where it's like I just got to let it out instead of just burying it because after the game. Uh, we saw the Saints' final score, and then the way that happened. I was able to just be like, "Oh, it's fine. Just forget about what happened in the, here in the, up in Detroit." And then I come back here, and I'm like, "God, I gotta rehash all this crap, man." God, <laughs> it was such a frustrating game, such a frustrating. Because I, the thing is, I know that they could have won this game if they, if they just.
5: Man, if they can just protect, they could have. No, at no point today did I think they were suddenly going to fix things and go on a run and get some momentum going. I just didn't see it happen. It just wasn't even the way uh, this team played today.
6: And it's not. And it's not because the Lions are just that much better. They were much better on the football field today. But I don't think that the Falcons are, are a worse football team than the Detroit Lions are. I just don't. No, but they they didn't they didn't back that up today. They, no. they really didn't back that up today. They made it. They made, uh, they made me look stupid, you know, and, and <laughs> that kind of annoys me. That
5: annoys me a little bit. All right, after the game, uh, David Archer caught up with uh, Jesse Bates who picked up his third interception of the season. David, the Falcons couldn't do anything with it.
8: Jess, uh, tough day at the office today whenever you don't come up with a W, but uh, you guys look like you held on the rope defensively. What made this game so tough?
14: Um, You know, I felt like, uh, you know, we didn't hit our goals. You know, as a team, you know, every week we come in here. <laughs> Um, you know take away 14. I think 14 had a hundred and like five yards, whatever it was um, And we gave up explosive plays um, Anytime that happens, you know for a defense, you know, it's not a good day at the office um, You know, but you know good thing. This is week three um, You know, we're two and one uh, We're sitting at you know, still figuring out who we are as a team and uh, You know, nobody needs to overreact to this to this loss, you know, it's just one loss um, but we will learn from it, uh, just like a win. You know, you got 24 hours to, you know, um, to revisit and, you know, have all the emotions that you want to have for 24 hours. And then um, after that, you get back to work um, going going to London. Um, you know, hopefully we can get a dub there. All right, man. Well said. Thank you, John. Thank you.
5: Well, there you have. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from uh, Calais Campbell. And then uh, we're going to do... Um, we're going to celebrate the misfortune of others. We're going to have a Freud segment devoted to the Saints and uh, Sean Payton, and go around the league as well. Uh, Dallas getting everything they can possibly handle from the uh, lowly tanking Cardinals, and Seattle clinging to a two-point lead over uh, over Carolina right now. Though I think Carolina just scored. We're going to come back and uh, update you on the goings-on in the NFL here from Calais Campbell. Maybe take your calls and a bit of do, and uh, bring you to uh, Sunday Night Football. Falcons fly over Sports Radio 1990 to to again. 9 to 9.
2: Year.
4: on the Falcons flyover presented
2: by Ticketmaster the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL
4: sports radio 929
5: the game well not a good day at the office for the Falcons up in Detroit losing 20 to 6 fall to 2 and 1 Lions approved to 2 and 1 guess what their other victory was over Kansas City lose a heartbreaker last week to Seattle in overtime right now Seattle Leading, though. They're uh, leading uh, the Carolina Panthers. About 10 minutes to go in that game. What is it right now? What's this girl now? I think it's 29-20. Uh, it's to 20, So, the Panthers, without Bryce Young today, Andy Dalton getting the start. He hasn't had a terrible day. But uh, Seahawks uh, leading right now 29-20. to 20. But before we go to the rest of the NFL and uh, crap on uh, Sean Payton and, and enjoy what's going, what he's going through and the fact how the Saints lost today as well. Uh, David Archer caught up with a Falcons behemoth defensive tackle, Clayus Campbell.
8: see, this was a tough one, tough day at the office. Tell me about defensively. You guys kind of held onto the rope, kind of kept it within perspective.
7: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's a good team, you know, on the road, tough environment, you know, and I feel like we you know, let a a couple plays go here and there early, gave them some momentum, and it's tough to beat a good team when you give them uh, early plays, early early leads.
8: How tough is it to kind of hang in there? Because you knew your offense was struggling, too. They had a tough time converting on third down. You guys made it tough on the Lions to convert on third down as well.
7: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's football. You know, I think the biggest thing, though, is that we kept fighting. You know, this team has a lot of heart. You know, we're never going to, you know, just lay down and quit. You know, that's not that's not who we are. You know, we got the right kind of guys here. We're going to keep sawing wood, keep fighting for every every play we get. You know, I'm, I'm still upset that we gave them 20, you know, but it is what it is. It's got to, you know, uh, regroup, you know, 24-hour world. We'll wash the tape and we'll figure out a way to get better.
8: Is there any message other than that one you just gave? To the guys, this isn't your first rodeo. You've been around this block before. What do you say to the young guys?
7: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of young guys. and It's like, you know, hey, one loss can't turn into two. You know, got to make it one loss. You know, we'll grade the tape. We'll figure it out. And then we'll go back to playing football next week. You know, it's another tough opponent that came off a big loss, too. It's going to be in a unique environment in London. So, you know, uh, we've got a 24-hour roll. That's it. That's the main reason. Thanks for your time, big guy. No problem.
5: All right. Let's uh, flush this one down the toilet, go to the U.K., let's get a win over Jacksonville, who's lost two in a row, by the way. And then we'll come back and uh, deal with it. But now let's just have some fun. Dude, they we? look bad today, by the way. Can we talk about that? Who, the Jaguars? Oh, my God. Yep. They look
6: ugly. Well, go back-to-back weeks. Where they scored
5: nine points last week?
6: Yeah. Yeah. What's going on down there in Jacksonville? I, I... – we talk about preseason expectations. They had some of the highest expectations of anybody in the NFL.
5: Is C.J. Stroud a little bit better than a lot of people thought? He pretty good day today. Uh, 280 yards, two touchdowns, certainly.
6: Yeah. Calvin Ridley dropped two touchdown passes. Yeah.
5: Well, he's on the take. That's why. We know that. He had to. It he, took the, his family. Uh, he took the under. Yeah, he's on his, all in that uh, wormhole, toe. Yes, he did. So yeah, he's he's, he's,
6: he's never gonna uh, outlive those jokes, he, man.
5: He, he's compromised, man. He's con- yes, I know. He never will. He never well, will. sorry, that's just the way it is. We're sorry, dude. You. you bet on the game of football <laughs> and then abandon the city. Oh, here's the way the NFL works, though. Dallas two and the best defense in the NFL. They're trailing the Cardinals 28-16, about five and a half minutes to go. Seattle leading Carolina twenty nine to twenty. No Bryce Young today. Uh, Andy Dalton got the start. Eight minutes to go, and uh, Seattle nursing that nine-point victory. But, most importantly, Garrett, join me on this because we want to deal with this. Now, think about this. Of course, before the season started, Sean Payton mocked last year's Broncos coach, Nathaniel Hackett, for being basically the worst coach ever. He also said, Sean Payton, I think he tweeted this, he predicted Teddy Bridgewater would eventually replace Tua as the Dolphins quarterback. Well, today... In the first half alone, Tua, 16 of 16, 206 yards, two touchdowns. Dolphins, 726 total yards, rush for 350. Dolphins scored the most points since 1966 when the Redskins beat the Giants 72-41. Dolphins, 70. Sean Payton's Broncos, 20. <laughs> that is ghastly and embarrassing. He... <laughs> Sean Payton, listen to he me. He manifested it. He Ma- manifested it. He totally it. did. Right in the taint, my friend. Right in the damn taint. Overrated, overhyped, overvalued. I mean, good God. He, he got a Super Bowl victory, certainly. But is he Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy, what did he do? He won one Super Bowl with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Sean Payton won Super Bowl with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Neither McCarthy nor Sean Payton very good in the playoffs, by the way. Sean Payton was 9-8 and eight in the postseason. McCarthy, 11-10. and 10. And uh, Mike McCarthy now 30-20 and 20 with the Cowboys. couple of uh, back-to-back early playoff exits as well. Sean Payton couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I was talking to
6: somebody who's, I think he's an Eagles fan today. Yep. I, and he was saying, is there anybody more unlikable than Sean Payton? Not That's many. That's an Eagles fan. That's an Eagles fan. He has no reason to not like Sean Payton. I know we have reasons to not like him just because of the many years that we had with him when he was over in New Orleans. And, look, he was a good coach, and he dominated the Falcons. And I'm, I'm what, a Falcons 25 fan. He
5: was, what, 25-9 against the Falcons. Like, he killed
6: us. Oh, he yeah. killed us. Absolutely. And, and does that play into it a little bit? Yeah, maybe. No, of course it does. Like, I don't hate Ron Rivera, though, because we kind of just dominated him when he was in Carolina. We, sure. We, we played them really well, generally. Sean Payton, we always seem to have a problem with the New Orleans Saints, and of course, having a right. Hall of Fame quarterback does seem to play into that. I just fact, compared to
5: Mike McCarthy, kind of overhyped, overvalued. Which we Sean Payton, really, it's like number one, they sit there and they'll call Aaron Rodgers a bum for just winning one Super Bowl, but they will celebrate and exalt Sean Payton for winning his one Super Bowl, but only went nine and eight in the postseason. I mean, he was brutal, brutal. When where was where was his? That that
6: commentary about his performances in the second half like the second half of his career yep. when he was down there in New Orleans. He's in a, a great offensive mind. He's a great coach. Yeah. Look, I'll bring him his flowers for that. That's
5: fine. Dude There's, can't get it done when it matters most. Sorry. Certainly is fun seeing them lose 70 to Seventy 20. points, man. Seventy points hadn't been done No, since no, no. 19, it was 66. it was 70
6: with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh.
5: Come on, man. I might, Have some pride. I might go back and just I didn't watch that game, but I just saw Oh, I watched the, and the and highlights. There. My my I buddy want to go has, back and try to watch the at least the entire second half just to watch Sean Payton with that look on his face on the sidelines. See and then, just and then and
6: then there are the Kansas City Chiefs who like they saw that score earlier today and they were like, ah, we can do that to the Brown, the Bears. We can do that to the Bears. <laughs> oh, the Bears. <sighs> oh, that game is ugly.
5: It, it's, it's the only worse person, and worse.
6: Dude, the only person scoring on the Chiefs
5: today is Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, you saw her there. Well, Travis Kelsey said he made a. Took a shot at her at a at a, at a concert a while ago, and he, he gave Shoot me the shot, impression man. he gave me the impression it fell on deaf ears, but apparently not. Well, no, he just didn't get back to see her. That's all. That's all it was. And then
6: he and then of course he uses his platform on that podcast. Yep. And uh, he gives her another shout, and I guess somehow it gets to Taylor Swift. Is that the biggest power couple in the NFL now?
5: Oh, they'd have to be right.
6: They'd have to be right. I, I think mean, so.
5: She's like the most famous woman on the planet.
6: Right now? Absolutely. Fam- I think she might be. the person on the planet. It's her and Oprah, I guess. Like, it's I like, mean, she's
5: going to be on tour. Her Arrows tour is going to last through next summer. I know she's people going who are all dr- over the world.
6: I know people who are flying to Argentina to yep. watch her perform. Yep.
5: Yep. Hey, man. She
6: might know. be the biggest thing. She might be the biggest thing in the world right now.
5: Well, she's going to break up with him, write a song about him, despair. That's going to yeah. be hell of an album. That's going to be hell of an album. Well, good for her. She, she looked adorable up there sitting next to uh, Travis's mother. So, there you have it. Yeah, as for the Bears, though, good Lord, man. And you've heard a lot of things. Justin Fields kind of alluding to maybe some problems with coaching, but Justin Fields can't read the field. 41-3 right now at the hands of the Chiefs out there at Arrowhead. About four minutes to go, 41-3 Bears are behind. So that's just been a hot mess out there in uh, Chicago for several years now. Like I said, Cardinals leading the Cowboys 28-16. Tomorrow night, this is going to be fascinating because you got the Buccaneers hosting the Eagles. At seven we're going to see what the Buccaneers really are off to a 2-0 start. Baker Mayfield playing pretty well. Defense still pretty salty down there in Tampa. And, of course, we know what the Eagles are. One of the best teams in all the NFL, let alone – I think it's basically them and the uh, 49ers as the elite teams in the NFC right now. Things could change, certainly. And we also have the uh, Rams and Bengals tomorrow at 8-15. Bengals off to a 0-2 start. Is Joe Burrow playing tomorrow? He had that calf. Sure, he is, but that calf could be an issue. It certainly was last week.
6: I don't think he's going to play, man. I really don't think he's going to play. But Mm -hmm. and it's it's in his head now. I I was listening to the Fox pregame, and I think it was Terry Bradshaw who was talking about it. And he, he, of course, he knows a little bit something about playing quarterback, you know. Certainly. Um, and it it, having that be your right calf, you have to plant on that. That's your plant. Yeah, uh, throwing. Yeah, that's a. Big deal for a quarterback. Yeah, because that can lead
5: you to throw off your uh, back foot. Means you leave things high. Exactly. And maybe or no, he's leaving it low. So it's like he just doesn't no, he have can't the power step into his throw. So you're going to leave it high, I would think, right? I think he, he said low,
6: but okay. it doesn't matter. He, you miss your target. That's yep. the biggest thing. Yep. And is an incompletion, and uh, he can't hit his targets. And then now it's in his head, you know. And he pro- probably came back a little bit too fast. Wasn't completely ready, uh, and, and that's just become perfectly evident it, now. All is not lost for them. The AFC is going to be a tight race. Right? I would be very surprised if the Bengals don't get it done down the stretch.
5: I think they're absolutely good enough to do that. But who boy! I think it's like if you start off zero and two, you've got like a fifteen percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh, they back to nineteen ninety. Doesn't mean you can't. It's yeah, happened. We've it plummets. It.
6: Your chances yep. plummet. I think they showed the uh, if you're two and one, or if you're three and zero. Oh, your odds are 72% or yeah. something like two and that. 2-1, you're like 54%. Yeah, 2-1 and one is 54% or something like that. And, ugh, hey, yeah. I'll take 54% if I'm the Falcons.
5: How many heartbreaking losses can a quarterback like Kirk Cousins endure and sometimes inflict? They lose today. Interception in the end zone by the uh, Chargers. 28-24 Chargers get the victory in Minneapolis. Saints go up 17-0 on the uh, Packers. Derek Carr goes down with a shoulder injury, take him to the hospital. Jameis Winston comes in. Packers score 18 unanswered. Saints miss a 46-yard potential game winner. Like I said, Texans all over. Next week's opponent, the Jaguars, 37-17. Jaguars offense isn't any great shakes. They only scored nine points last week. And, of course, (laughs) Dolphins 70, Broncos 20. How about the Browns? 27-3 over the Titans. Bills beat up on the Commanders 37-3. Colts and Ravens, well, guess what? Overtime today, the Colts get the victory. 22-19 22-19 over the Ravens. Hey, the Patriots, not dead yet. They beat those uh, poor Jets 15-10, the final in that one. And as I said, Seattle leading the Panthers 29-20. Time running out now about five minutes left there. And uh, Chiefs and Bears 41-10 now, four minutes to go. Chiefs leading that one out there at Arrowhead. Cowboys and Cardinals. Cardinals thought they were tanking, but they're looking pretty good right now. 28-16, uh the score on that one, about just under three minutes left to go. And like I said, Steelers and Raiders tonight. Steelers out in LA. Steelers, what can they do offensively? They're defensively uh pretty sound, but is Kenny Pickett the guy? I don't know. People are starting to feel a certain way about that. All right, gonna come back, a little preview and wrap things up as we head lead you up to uh Sunday night football. Falcons fly over. Falcons lose it. 20 to 6. Two and one. Heading to the UK to take on Jacksonville for a 9.30 a.m. kickoff next week. Pre-game at 7.30, right here, flagship station of the Atlanta Falcons, Sports Radio 929 9,
2: the game. The game is over. Listen in as we analyze today's Falcons game. On
4: the Falcons flyover.
2: Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
4: Sports Radio 929 The Game.
5: Well, well. Cardinals just beat the Cowboys 28 to 16. Carolina looks like they're likely going to lose to a uh, Seattle 29-20, the score in that one. So right now, Eagles, 49ers, Bucks, and Dolphins, your only teams without a loss. Of course, we're only talking about two, three, three games into the season. And the Falcons, believe it or not, the Lions are now 26-14 lifetime against the Falcons. I didn't think it would be that big of a gulf between the two teams. And this is a Lions team that has not won a playoff game since what nineteen ninety one or something crazy like that. When's the last time the Lions won a playoff game? Two thousand one. I don't know. I don't think it's been ninety one. Look it up. When last time Lions won a playoff game? And the Falcons uh, played the Lions their third ever game in the history of Atlanta, September twenty fifth, nineteen sixty six. Lions beat the Falcons twenty eight to two. Nineteen ninety two. That's crazy. They and won
6: it, a playoff game on January fifth, nineteen ninety two, after finishing twelve and four in the nineteen ninety one yep. regular season. Right. Yeah, they beat the Cowboys thirty eight to six. Dominated third year quarterback Troy Aikman. Yeah, one hundred fourteen yards and an interception. I bet they wanted to bench him too.
5: Probably. And Troy, you got to remember. I think uh, Troy Troy Aikman's uh, first year starting. I think they were two and fourteen or one and fifteen, and he got the hell beat out of him. And they were starting to feel it's a part certain part of your way. lumps, man. you yeah. gotta, you got to take your lumps. Well, we got to hope that uh, Desmond Ritter can certainly get better. We, Like I said, it's maddening to see flashes. You see him make some really good throws. He's he's hooked up with uh, Drake London uh, on a couple of throws this year. Third down situation, throw it downfield where only Drake London can catch it. Perfectly thrown ball. Then other times, completely erratic and accurate. And under siege today to the tune of uh, seven sacks. The Falcons lose at 20-6. to six. They get ready for a Jacksonville team that did not look good today against the uh, Texans either, my friends. So not going to – not gonna. this isn't the bigg- biggest catastrophe in the world today, but it was kind of disappointing just to see what happened. You, you want to see improvement every week, and we were pretty galvanized as a fan base last week the way the Falcons came back from a 12-point deficit to beat Green Bay, and Desmond Ritter looked great in the fourth quarter, making some uh, timely clutch throws, converting a couple of third downs with his legs. None of that present today. Offensive line play was just terrible. Did not even try to establish a run today, as I think Arthur Smith was trying to figure out what they can do outside of running. You got to do that with the personnel on your team. You gotta, you got to see what works in your playbook and what to tweak. And there's a lot of things to clean up. And they're heading to the UK on Tuesday, flying to London to play Jacksonville on Sunday at nine thirty. Of course, you can hear that on sports radio, ninety two nine. The game. Wow, Cowboys go down to the, uh, to the Cardinals. And how about Gardner Minshew filling in today for Anthony Richardson's out with concussion. He outplays Lamar Jackson, and uh, the Colts get the victory over the uh, Ravens. And Gardner Minshew's productivity came at a fraction of the cost of Lamar Jackson. I know you all wanted Lamar Jackson here in Atlanta. That would have made all the difference in the world. Right? Garner Minshew just
6: seems like a winner, man. I just I, I, a scrappy dude. He's, he reminds me of Ryan Fitzpatrick a little
5: bit. A little bit, yeah. A little Fitz magic, certainly. Yeah. yeah, kind of that same vibe too. And he's a bit of a character, like uh, Fitzpatrick yeah. was too. They're Just sort of uniquely themselves, and yep. they win football games,
6: and then they're going to turn around and, and just you just want to want to put your foot through a wall on the next <laughs> one. Come out and just make some of the oh, they'll make some boneheaded head plays, yes. and, and But and then and then all of a sudden they put the team on their back. And they win games. It, it just, it's just one of those players It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope, does not. Like in a starting NFL quarterback that went to Harvard.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, that's what he did. All right, 20 to 20-6 the final today. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I started the show off with my letter to Arthur. Dear Arthur, what are you doing? Are you trying to be the smartest guy in the room? It seems like you outsmarted yourself today. You went completely away from the strength of this team. Puts you in a bad hole, your first drive. And it seems like all three weeks, the Falcons' first drive has been terrible. And Desmond Ritter, very sluggish out the gate, and unfortunately, he wasn't good at all today, period. Week one, that victory over Carolina kind of played his way out of it, got a little better. Last week, fantastic second half. Falcons actually uh, gave up points in the first quarter for the first time all season today. Believe it or not all season, three games in. But the defense has been pretty good. Did give up some explosive plays, but for the most part, they clamped down. The defense did what they were supposed to do. They gave you a chance to win. Now, they got gashed for some big plays here and there, but for the most part, though, they kept the Lions out of the end zone and made them settle for field goals in spite of uh, being in some very dire circumstances, you know, first-and-goal situations. So defense has been pretty good. Offense, offensive line, oof. It's just so maddening that this line is uh, – off Falcons offensive line regarded as the fourth-best run-blocking offensive line in the NFL, but then pass-blocking absolutely ghastly. And I guess that's just something you either have that ability or you don't. There's only so much technique and stuff you can coach an offensive line and about – it's all about the footwork and this, that, and the other, but hopefully they can get a little bit better than what they were today. Because Desmond Ritter sacked seven times today. Not to mention all the other times he was absolutely under duress. Bijan Robinson, 10 carries, 33 yards. Tyler Algiers, 7 for 12. Desmond Ritter, 21 of 38, 201 yards. Those seven sacks. Kyle Pitts, okay, well, we finally heard his name mentioned a few times. today. five catches for uh, 41 yards. Corderell Patterson still out with that nagging thigh injury. They're just trying to save him, deploy him a little bit later on the season. Maybe he'll be back this week against uh, Jacksonville, I would hope. But, you know, there's, there's really no rush, but he's going to be very valuable if you, get, if you get to the playoffs. He's the type of guy that could win you a playoff game. He could have that John Riggins-type game in the NFC Championship game back in, what, 1981 or something like that. I don't know that makes me sound old, but John Riggins went out and just dominated in that playoff game. I think he carried the ball like 36 times for 150 yards and just battered him. Yep, Chiefs just get the win over the uh, over the Bears 41-10, to and – uh well, Taylor Swift is very happy. That's all we want. We want Taylor to be happy. Uh, Seattle now on top of uh, Carolina 37-20. to 20. So Carolina about to drop to 0-3. No Bryce Young today. He's out with an injury. Andy Dalton getting the start. And uh, Seattle Seattle might be a, a problem to deal with. They haven't really talked about them very much. But secretly, they can end up being very tough. Get that very tough victory over um, the Lions last week in uh, overtime. So we shall see. All right. Going to try again next week. Falcons traveling to the UK to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kickoff at 930. And, of course, Falcons fly over. Join me next Sunday around 230 or so, I would imagine. And hopefully we can have a corrective emotional experience and get back into the win column. Garrett Chapman, good job, my friend. Thank you to all the callers. All the callers. Where am I from? Hey, yo, thanks for all the callers. <laughs> Sports radio night you died again.
17: in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead.